0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Easy Conversations. I want to say thanks to everyone who listened to the last episode starring the homies D.I.G. and Bassem Issa. Thanks for joining me, and I hope we'll have you guys on again to discuss more Marvel-related topics. So now for episode 13, I'm excited to introduce one of my homies, the homie C. Money, Cameron Latimer. Say what's up to the people.
1: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course. And we're going to be talking about the... Gargantuan year that was 2018 for hip-hop albums seemed like every week there was a new album or two dropping It was tough to keep up with everything that was released I did the best I could and I'm sure Cameron did as well And now we're gonna go over what we perceive to be our 10 favorite albums of the year So these might not be the ones you're seeing on top 10 top 25 lists of the year based on what these like Billboard, Hot New Hip Hop, what have you, all these sites are critiquing. It's mostly what we enjoyed the most. And now uh, we can just dive in right there if uh, that's cool with you, Cam. Just start off with our list right away.
1: All right. So uh, at number 10 for myself, I have uh, Meek Mill's Championships. Okay. And uh, for me, it was just classic Meek Mill, you know, it was just hard beats, banging, um, some hype music, good club music. And uh, yeah, it was just, I'm always, always been a fan of Meek Mill ever since, uh, like Dream Chasers, his old mixtapes and stuff. So to me, uh, yeah, Championships was a pretty solid album. Some of the good songs on there that I personally like, Going Bad with Drake, how can you not like that one? So good. Oh, yeah. Um, Tic Tac Toe as well with Kodak. Uh, Yeah, even Pay You Back with 21, that was good the uh, the only thing about meek mill that i don't like is all all the features yeah a it's a common features, theme for, sure. for meek mill but yeah it was all in all pretty solid album
0: um now this is going to kind of sound hyper hyper oh my god hypocritical jeez um <laughs> <I'm> got <gonna> to <laughs> end nerves? that out um, <laughs> that it's, it drags on a little bit the trend this year was either extremely long albums or extremely yeah, short I agree. albums i agree and at 19 songs, to me, it's, it's a little too long. By, like, 14, I'm out of it, really. Yeah. And I think the first, like, if I'm including Tic-Tac-Toe as well, first 11 songs, unreal. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. it starts to dip after that. That's true.
1: No, I'd rather have a shorter album with quality songs mm-hmm. than a longer with just a bunch of fillers in between. So, yeah, I agree that a little shorter albums are better, you know, quality over quantity.
0: So now this is why I said it's hypocritical because my number 10 album is the 24 song Culture (laughs) (laughs) 2. So now this is a little bit of a controversial pick here for top 10 best album of the year. It isn't. But to me, it was kind of what you had to expect after the monster album that Culture 1 was. Culture
1: 1, it's hard to top that.
0: Almost impossible. They set themselves out for not really failure because it was still a huge hit. Mm -hmm. They had a bunch of great songs on there, but kind of overdone with 24 songs. I'd cut out like at least six. But what that album did for me this year, I still listen to it a lot. Since it came out in January, I would say like by March, it was a bit out of rotation. But for those three months, for me anyways, it reminds me of driving to my girlfriend's in Cornwall, which is like an hour and 10 drive and I could get through the whole album. And there are a lot of great songs on that album.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I enjoyed that I'll album. Pull it
0: up real quick. Um, well,
1: one of the best the ones I like the most is White Sands. That was good. Oh,
0: great song.
1: With uh, Travis.
0: And they got some really good features on there. Like they could have they didn't even have that many features on that album. They showcased what they can do, what they showed on Culture One, and then threw in some great features like Post Malone, Two Chains, Travis, Ty Sign, Gucci, Drake, twenty one. Like those are all unreal mm-hmm. features. No, I agree. And um Yeah, like Narcos, Walk It, Talk It, Emoja Chain, CC. Anyways, we could go on. A bunch of great songs. Also goes into what disappointed me a bit about Quavo Huncho and Last Rocket is that both those albums had like five to seven songs that I really liked, but then the rest I wasn't feeling because it gets to sound repetitive. And it just goes to show that when Migos or the three of them together, now at the time we're recording this, Offset doesn't have his album out. I'm assuming it's going to be the similar vein of... Quavo and Takeoff solo albums, but they're strongest together and it showed on this album.
1: Yeah, they kind of like feed off their own vibes. Like they all have different styles and I find it works well together, but a full album with just one style, I find it kind of gets old.
0: Yeah, and they're not really saying anything they've never said before. Yeah, we didn't really get any stories from Quavo or Takeoff. It's mostly just the same that they rap out like um, girls' uh, jewelry or jewelry, however they say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just, yeah, it's a bit... Cars. Exactly. Yeah, it's the same themes. And eventually that trend of rap is going to start to die off, you would think, right? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of been the same thing for since rap exists.
0: Yeah. But we'll I mean, at- like, the trap, though. Oh, like trap. Trap and just glorifying yeah, 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 yeah. that lifestyle. Okay. Which is what Migos is about, like, mumble rap and yeah, all yeah, yeah. that.
1: Okay. I thought you meant... Uh, just rapping about cars, and drugs, uh, that's and not say no—that's like a, that's what rap is, pretty yeah.
0: much. True, but yeah. So that's my number ten. Culture 2. got a, got a little too much hate, in my opinion, but uh, it still uh, clocks in at ten. And uh, Quavo Huncho, and Last Rocket are not in my top ten favorite albums of the year. So number nine for me was now the opposite of a too long album, maybe a little too short. Kids see ghosts. Kanye, Kid Cuddy. seven songs. Now I've been over this with a few people about the first song uh, Feel the Love. I don't know have you heard the album Kids Go no. Oh no. no. Okay. So the first song starts off like it's going to be an unreal like dark first song. Kid classic kid cuddy moaning good vibes. And then Kanye just <laughs> goes Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 I agree though. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Typical kid cuddy. Yeah. It works for me. Anyways, then Kanye just like goes ballistic and just honestly yelling nonsense for 20 seconds in the chorus
1: that's the classic 2018 Kanye yelling yeah, e- nonsense exactly
0: <laughs> so maybe that's what he was trying to go for embody that state of mind in the song other than that they'll love the whole the, the the other six songs even the first song is great it's just for me that kind of ruins it but yeah, yeah kids see ghosts number nine
1: for me number nine was uh kod by uh okay. j Cole, yeah Honestly, I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, but the whole theme of the album kinda man, how can you not appreciate that? And just the lyrics too, what he talks about, and it's just good rap, so gotta recognize J. Cole on that one. Um, but honestly, I didn't listen to it that much. Yeah. But I mean one of the best albums of the year, so how can I not have it on my top ten?
0: Okay, interesting. uh, I was, uh, if you heard the last podcast where we talked about rap Gus and I, we ripped J Cole for this album (laughs) and just like, I agree with you for sure. The message is strong. Yeah. We're not getting enough of that nowadays. No, mostly about the like Takashi's and whatever. I'm not going to talk about those motherfuckers, but yeah, I know the album just did not do it for me. I was glad he was not nominated for a Grammy for that album. I thought just because it's the name J. Cole, he was going to get nominated. I'm excited for his next album, but this one, I, for to me was a bit of a letdown. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I feel like Man. he did this album in like three weeks, I, I think. That's what he said? Yeah. So kind of sounds repetitive and... He produces all the beats again. I feel like he needs to reach out to more, collaborate with more people because the man snaps on features nowadays. Yeah,
1: man, he's a good rapper. Like, he's just is. lyrically insane. And I just appreciate that. It's tough to, it's tough to replicate.
0: It is. No, I, I agree for sure. He's one of the strongest rappers out nowadays who mm-hmm. keep, like, uh, more old school rapper,
1: yeah. let's say. Now, there's like two kinds of rappers, you know? Yeah. Nowadays you got like the Takashis and those guys and you got Dude. more of the lyrics lyricists like uh Royce the five nine yeah. and, uh Pusha. Push, Push, yeah, yeah you we'll can get rap. into that later. Um obviously J. Cole. Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick. Oh yeah. You can go on and on. But yeah. you, you I don't know, they're not as hype for like I don't know, you say club music and all that stuff, but when you just listen to the lyrics, you you can appreciate the message and how much skill it takes to rap that well?
0: No, absolutely, I agree. Um, yeah, I know J Cole. I'm looking forward to what he's gonna do next because if you've heard the song "Album of the Year" freestyle, he snapped on that song, and that was released after his album KOD was released, and yeah, I thought that yeah. song was better than the whole his whole album.
1: Yeah, I heard it. I listened to it once. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I no, know KOD. I mean, I've said what I had to say on it. I'm not going to turn this into a whole ripping J. Cole because I still think he's one of the greatest rappers out mm-hmm. today. Uh, like I said, on his features nowadays, like, have you heard 21's album? The new one? Yeah.
1: I haven't had the chance. No. I mean, I went through a couple songs, but I haven't had the chance to go through from start to finish. I wrote it down here saying that I haven't had the chance because I know a lot <laughs> okay. of people are enjoying it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's good, man. Way better than his first album. Yeah. Which I thought was disappointing for his debut. Like, he was pretty hyped up. It's an album. Yeah, it's an album. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he went more to, um, it was more similar to uh, the tw- the Offset collab with Metro Boomin. And there's a yeah, lot of Metro yeah. Boomin on there. And that's a win- winning combination right there. Anything Metro.
1: Oh yeah, man. Metro's like one of the hottest producers right now.
0: For sure. Um, his album was, for me, it wasn't one of my 10 favorites, but I still enjoyed it. And like my cousins play it when we get together and like the music's super hype mm-hmm, like, with these mm-hmm. new, there are some new rappers I do appreciate, like Gunna. I never thought I'd say this, but I, uh, to a rapper with a name like this, but little Baby. <laughs> little Baby's hype. He's actually hype. Yeah. Um, and you know, there still are some hype rappers nowadays that are enjoyable to listen to. And to me, now this brings me number eight, which is a more recent album that dropped this year. And I guess it's kind of a mixtape, but it is an album, I think. Well, it's on the streaming platforms. DiCaprio 2 yeah. by J.I.D. Yeah. or Jid. I don't know how you J-I-D. say his name. Man, this guy's good. He's yeah. like... It could be the next Kendrick. Yeah, well, he he sounds, sounds like a lot a, like Kendrick. Off yeah, the first sign he can the-
1: s- he switch flows like Kendrick. Yeah, he's yeah he's good man.
0: Very versatile. Yeah, the, there's a lot of songs I like on that album. Uh 151 Rum. He just snaps. Yeah, it, shout my, out Tech Nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, that's my top song on the album. Yeah. I have it too in my top ten.
0: Okay, so higher up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, eight. I mean. Frequency, I know Slick Talk's the first song really on that album. Banger just gets the album going. Yeah, exactly. You just see what this guy can do switching up his flows. I think the beat beat switches up as well. Yeah, well Well, that's like a
1: new theme now in the past like year. Yeah. A lot of producers are switching up their beats mid-song, which is, honestly at first I hated it. Because you know, I don't know, you got a good vibe going and then boom the beat switches. But I don't know, it's kind of a new thing this year and I'm learning to appreciate it. And yeah, when you got a good rapper like J.I.D. who switches flows when the beat's changing. It, it's good.
0: Yeah. yeah it's nice. It just shows his versatility and yeah, all the voices he can do the different f- Anyways, Like I already said, they're um, a yeah, great album. Working out. I love the song Squ- Hot Box.
1: Yeah, Strawberries.
0: Strawberries, yeah, with yeah, BJ, the Chicago Kid. No, yeah. it's just a great album. And I didn't know anything of this guy when I went into it. I just saw on Twitter a lot of people were praising it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll check it out just to stay in the loop. You know, and... Great album, highly recommend if you mm-hmm. haven't heard it.
1: DiCaprio 2, yeah.
0: Yeah. What you got for eight?
1: Eight, I have a uh, question mark by XXX.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. So back to back picks that I uh, go against everything I stand for. Really, man?
1: Really? <laughs> why?
0: No, no. Why? Uh, so, see, I just, to me, X, never XX Tensions or whatever his Tentacion. name is. I never got into his music. I tr- I honestly tried listening to his music. Really? Too dark for me.
1: Yeah, it is dark. But I don't know, man, the the message, the whole uh well he's talking about mental health and all that stuff throughout the album and I I appreciate that cuz not a lot of ga- not a lot of rappers will bring up mental health and uh bring awareness. So uh, I like that. moonlight, sad those songs. Those are like the highlights for me on the album. So yeah, rest in peace to XXX. And the production, too, is different, man. It's not like the same kind of beats you hear in every album, you know. So get that, too. Originality.
0: Huh. This album, I can't really give a, a real opinion on it other than my prejudice against him.
1: Well, I wasn't a fan of XXX either before. I just gave it a shot.
0: No. I heard the song with Joey Badass. And I, I was a little disappointed to be honest because I saw like everyone was ripping it on their Insta stories yeah. when this dropped. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this song, this song, maybe I'll check some of these out. And I don't know, didn't do it for me. A lot of his songs were very short on his album. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, that do, too it's different. So do you think he could be credited with starting that trend?
1: He could, yeah. Well, a lot of the albums this year aren't that long. Well, the songs aren't that long. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, the me- albums, too. Cause I remember. Because I remember. When We were younger listening to like Eminem's old stuff. He, it wasn't rare to see a five minute song.
0: Oh, Eminem, most of his songs hit like the 430, <laughs> yeah, five yeah, range
1: exactly. And now you got songs that are like under two minutes. Could that with, be
0: also a metaphor that we have a short attention span? We're never good, satisfied yeah. with We get an album on Friday, listen to it for the weekend, like okay, yeah, now this All album's right. coming out next Friday, let, yeah, and yeah, then we forward jump to on this. to the next album. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Maybe he was a visionary. Who I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> slander. A, uh, yeah, a guy slow, who can't yeah, defend yeah. himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um There's a lot I didn't like about him. I guess I just don't know the music well enough to really say.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, he is a controversial guy mm-hmm. with what was going on outside of rap.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, agreed. Rapping about mental health is something you definitely didn't see back in the day. No. So and there's,
1: there's more guys that are doing it now, too.
0: Yeah, and that's important, for yeah. sure. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're going with some back-to-back good messages in the music. I like that. So, do you want to kick us off for seven?
1: Number seven, Kamikaze by Eminem.
0: Hey. Yeah, no.
1: yeah. that album was just crazy, man. Calling everyone out, not giving a fuck. Like, Eminem just doesn't care, man. He'll call you out like with the whole MGK thing. Well, I, I don't have a list of all the guys he called out, but I'm sure you can pull it up right now online. Like, it's just nuts, yeah. the amount of guys he and, it wasn't subliminal, man. He just straight up called him out. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid to back it up either if he uh, they shoot back.
0: Oh, he destroyed MGK, man. Oh, Gave yeah. that guy Kill some relevancy for <laughs> the first time in like five years. Yeah.
1: Um. Did you listen to MGK's album that he dropped right no, now? No, I just saw <laughs> the reviews. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't give the...
0: No. See, no, that, he really dropped the ball in that opportunity he he did a yeah. good like this Rap uh, Devil rap was Devil actually was a good, good song yeah it was good it was a good song I, I didn't like
1: the chorus so let's
0: that's talk about good. it yeah that was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stupid but let's talk about it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: and like the whole like singing when he mentioned that Rihanna like Umbrella Ella, like I don't know mm. that's kind of lame but I mean he did body Eminem on that one but Eminem em kind of shot back buried him, oh, him after yeah. that yeah, that was a good night, MGK.
0: For sure. And that's the thing. He didn't follow up with a solid piece of work. No,
1: he had the opportunity to.
0: Exactly. And everyone was actually waiting for Like, yeah. oh, let's see what this guy has. Like, he actually went up to Eminem. You don't go up to Eminem yeah. and get Eminem to respond to you. Exactly. If you're a nobody, right? He put himself back into the limelight and, yeah, just, like, was given the easiest alley-oop of all time and, like, missed the, <laughs> like, hit a fan or something. Yeah, <laughs>
1: honestly, yeah, he, he fucked up there.
0: But, yeah, no, Eminem, Kamikaze was really good. Yeah. I Like I just said, I short attention span, I guess, because I didn't really listen to it for more than yeah, a
1: few weeks. Yeah, me neither. But for the time that I did spend listening to it, I really liked it.
0: Yeah. He snapped on the intro, and right away, yeah. I knew, like, this is going to be a good album. Yeah, and it's the a Ringer?
1: lot better than Revival. Yeah, critically so, panned yeah, album. Well, but... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. Well, I'm a huge Eminem fan, so, yeah. I was, like, when I was a kid, that's all I listened to. Didn't you the die Eminem blonde shirt. to be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. um <laughs> Yeah, I was a big Eminem fan. I had Eminem posters in my room yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I had the clean but, CD. Yeah, yeah. Well, M- yeah. <laughs> okay, funny story. uh Like that was in two thousand two when the Eminem show dropped. And uh, <laughs> I remember cleaning out my closet. It was always on the radio, and I would just rap to that. And my grandmother bought me the <laughs> the clean version of the Eminem show. So I <laughs> I knew every the song. Like I knew didn't know the swear words yeah. <laughs> but i knew there was a swear word there i didn't know which one so when i finally got older and listened to the explicit version it <laughs> kind of made sense yeah. and then now obviously listening to the explicit is a lot yeah. better um <laughs> but yeah so ever since the m&m show that was kind of like my uh first album i got and then i just bought every album he released since yeah. a lot of people kind of bashed uh, encore i i oh, really like Encore. Great. yeah it's, it's a great album um I, he, he, what's, um, relapse, relapse yeah. yeah. He doesn't like that album, honestly.
0: So good, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it's relapse. a good album.
1: That's <laughs> because he was, well, that's when he was on all those jobs. That's what so that's, I think too, yeah, man. and he does kind of say some fucked up shit on the yeah. album, like, um, uh, stay wide awake, yeah, yeah. Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty messed up, but I mean, man, yeah. like the way he, a good song the called? way he expresses himself, and man, it's just amazing. So, yeah, back yeah. to. Kamikaze, uh, great album. I find I feel like that was uh, Eminem coming back to his his roots. Yeah, just being agreed. a savage.
0: So my album for we're at seven now is a little different. It's a definitely not a mainstream album, but I'm still gonna show it some love because I loved this album. I listened to it all year. Dropped in March, Consumers Park by Chuck Strangers. So. This dude is a very underground rapper. He's affiliated to Joey Badass, one of my favorite rappers' group Pro Era. He's a producer and a rapper, and he produced every song on this album. And dude can rap now. Like he was a part of their group in 2012 when I found out about them. It was a decent rapper, and hadn't heard anything from him since. But he's refined his sound. It's some old school rap, like very laid back vibes, super chill, very. It's like it's made for sunny, like a nice sunny day outside. Is got like a
1: West Coast kind of style? or
0: uh, No, it's New York. He's a New York oh, artist, okay, but he okay. lives in L.A., so I guess there maybe could be a bit of West Coast in it, but it's definitely not like G-Funk or anything. It's yeah. really like, I don't know, tough to describe, but definitely if you check the album out, Consumers Park, Chuck Strangers, I'm not going to talk about it too much there. If by the third song you're not into it, stop, because like it's just not for you. But if you're into it, you'll love the rest of the album. So good
1: I'll, I'll give it a shot
0: Like the second song Is my favorite song And right away I'm like Okay this is gonna be A fucking unreal album Knew it And it was I've listened to it So many times
1: And yeah, like what kind of beats can
0: I place. don't know I, I'm a, okay, I'll like, play like, some like... of it Real quick like and he produced song, all The whole all the album beats. himself Really I This is actually... the beat Kind of I don't know if you can hear this well I'm just playing it from my phone yeah. This is the like And I got spending years Off the
1: music shit Know it sound like loser shit. Yeah, that sounds hype.
0: Yeah, great song.
1: Kind of like a, uh, I don't know, Royce's album, Royce the five nine. Book, Book of Orion? Ryan,
0: yeah. Didn't check it. I listen like I listened to half of it. It was good, but I think I was at work, so I couldn't really focus. Because mm-hmm. when you listen to someone like Royce, very lyrical, you have to yeah, pay you have attention. to sit down and pay attention to the lyrics. Yeah. So I guess I didn't really get the full experience in that album. It Should have been in my car or something. Yeah, the car. Like, yeah. Uh, not doing anything i guess listening to music do people do that i don't think so so <laughs> no the car
1: is the best spot yeah, i find yeah for
0: sure uh, but yeah anyways that album unreal um one of my favorites it's like a 40 minute album too super short you can get through it and if you want to replay it right after it, because it's refreshing it's a different sound completely different than the last one i just said eight was uh, Caprio two all i gotta say for that one you should check it out kick us off for six number six yeah. okay
1: uh dial it playboy cardi okay i don't know if you listened to it i did not No, different style than uh what i've been kind of trending right now with my top well the first four i mentioned um more of like a trap style like hype beats kind of club music but mm-hmm. i find the replayability is just unreal man the playboys playboys flow um, the it's not the best like lyrics guy, but just flow and like getting hype and all at yeah. like the gym or before going out if you're going clubbing or something. I find it's uh, it's a good album to bump with your boys.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he's got some catchy ad libs. Like, what's his like? Uh, yeah, or what does he say?
1: Yeah, he has yeah. like a known yeah. known
0: ad lib though. No, I mean you've heard of the album, not me. So. <laughs> well,
1: I mean I don't pay attention to the no? ad- the ad libs that yeah. much.
0: All right, no, it's all good. Dial up or
1: no dial it. Dial it. Dial okay. okay. Yeah, Got listen you. to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll check it. My the top songs that I liked are "Long Time." It's the intro, okay. um, "Right Now," and "Home." Just good beats. It's good in the car.
0: Yeah, is ASAP Rocky on that album? Because they collaborate a lot.
1: Uh, don't think so. No, that's an album. Lil that was, Uzi, Little Uzi, Uzi, Pierre Bourne. Pierre Bourne produced a couple of songs, I'm pretty sure, too. Okay. Do you know who Pierre Bourne? No. Producer. He produces a lot of Playboy. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, Playboy's hype for sure. I don't really, I've never heard his own music. I've heard really? Magnolia, obviously. Yeah, yeah, or maybe well, kind have, it, kind of, it kind of
1: sounds like, it's like same vibe as Magnolia. Okay. Like hard bass. Uh, It's just, you know, he's trying to hype you up.
0: Yeah. And he does a good job Yeah. That. Like, no, I, I, you need those rappers, like at the gym, just. Yeah, exactly. It's good to have, like, like your list so far, a lot of variety.
1: Well, it depends what you're in the mood for. Yeah. Like, I can appreciate guys who can rap, like, lyrics that are just... It's interesting to listen to, right? Yeah. No, no, like, it's good delivery. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you think, like, man, these guys are just skilled rappers. Mm -hmm. And then you got the guys that are, I don't know, not that they're bad rappers, it's just they're more, like, hype to pump you up, you know? Depends what you're in the mood for.
0: Yeah, for sure. For me, six... It's another different one. I know you don't like this guy. I don't even know if you'd listen to his music. Mac Miller? No, no. He, he's there. No, worry. We're, we're not there yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I knew you so, had one to to him on your top. top five, dog. Oh, so shit. now we got number six. It's an album that dropped in October, October thirty first. Fetty by Currency, Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Unreal album, eight songs, all a little short. But the production of The Alchemist, who do you know that is? Like, that's a yeah. very well yeah. known producer, like a legendary producer. Yeah, he's been in the game for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, oh, since Kern, like the 90s. The, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's an older producer. And the um, soundscape he makes is really like a heist movie. And that's what they kind of rap about on the album. It's like currency's the mastermind. Freddie Gibbs is the gunman kind of that's the story they tell in their raps, And it's just cool to see. First of all, I love collab albums. I feel like we don't get enough of them in the game nowadays. I'd love to see more, which I want to talk to you about later. Actually. Mm -hmm. once we're off these lists about like a huncho Jack or something, I love it when artists I like anyways, collaborate together. Even in this case, Freddie Gibbs, I don't really listen to his music. I've never,
1: I don't know who he is.
0: Unreal rapper. He's an older guy as well. He has an album called "Pinata" that dropped in 2014. (laughs) Unreal album, like, and that's strictly produced by Madlib, who's another older legendary producer. Highly recommend that one. Anyways, just the two of them together, two completely different styles of rapping. Currency, if you prefer his music, he's very laid back, like stoner rap. Yeah, but But he's got some good lyrics though. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say he's a good lyrics guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So is Freddie though. He's like his flow is insane he just snaps switches it up like crazy he has a very distinct voice like super deep voice and yeah no he's just a different rapper that we hear nowadays
1: so it's refreshing something different yeah
0: very and uh, i like storytelling rap brings me back to like a nas or a biggie smalls Mm -hmm. storytellers we, we don't have that many of them nowadays so i love that album it's another short album, eight songs, all like three minute songs. So it's a pretty easy listen that you'll want to actually go back and listen to again. Cause there's so many lines that you've missed on there. Them just like they're painting a picture, like they're shooting a movie kind of actually uh-huh. with yeah. the rap. So definitely strongly recommend that album. I listen, I recommended it to some of the boys at work. They did not like it, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Anyways, I love the album. I like currency. I love alchemist and I knew Freddie a little bit and he was unreal on this album. So if you want something different, completely different than Cardi for sure. Yeah. Who actually, well I'm just gonna say right now, um, hot not hot take, just maybe a little controversial, not on my list for top ten. I didn't even hear her album. Who? Cardi? Cardi B.
1: Oh, yeah, me neither. Did you listen <laughs> no, to it? No, I album? didn't listen to it.
0: Yeah, and that's an album that, that Grammy nominated yeah. for a bu- like almost every category. And yeah, I just didn't even listen to the album.
1: Yeah, well, I, I kinda pick and choose what albums i listen to. Like this year, Kanye and just I didn't fuck with Kanye <laughs> this year, <I> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it uh, depends on. I us did, yeah, exactly. So I didn't give him the time. uh Cardi B either. I feel like I don't know. Sometimes when the rapper, I guess is she a rapper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, you still got to put some respect on it. <laughs> she a rapper? <laughs>
1: well, sure. I guess it's just mainstream. I don't know.
0: So when you I don't get listen to, that, to something okay. too too mainstream, fair enough. So when you get to that point, you'd say like mainstream, yeah, you're well, considered to be less of a rapper, like kind of like a Drake well, a little you
1: tra- bit. Yeah. Yeah. You get,
0: okay. It's yeah. You
1: fair, could, yeah. You could argue that. Well, I I class Drake as a rapper. Okay. But uh, he's, he thinks he's a singer. So
0: yeah, he's a, he. I think he just sees himself as a hit maker. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I love Drake. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not hating on Drake at all.
0: It sounded like you were. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a
1: big Drake fan. Anyway, so number five I got the DiCaprio two and hey, number five. Right. So we already Whoa. kinda went over it.
0: But no, what do you think? Well, I guess we did go over it. Yeah, well, I, I
1: kinda, uh well I wrote a couple notes here. Just uh his delivery. Mm-hmm. How he can switch flows and like when what we said when the beat changes, he kinda switches flows as well. So that was nice and he he he's rapped so fast, which is Yeah. Kinda reminds me of like uh Eminem back in the day. For so sure. yeah. I won't go into too many details again.
0: So, yeah, no, definitely check that album out. It's great. Yeah. If you don't know J.I.D., sorry, I even no, forgot. J.I.D. J.I.D. I didn't know this guy before I heard this album, and it's unreal. Now I'm excited for what he's going to put I think he has another next. album.
1: I think it's called Never.
0: Or DiCaprio 1. Or- oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think he released Never. Before. Let me check. There's a couple good songs on that one.
0: But I think this is what's considered to be his best project to date. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say yeah, say
1: yeah 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 the Never Story. Okay that's his other album. and he's uh, signed
0: to Jay Cole actually yeah, so he's like their top prospect basically mm-hmm. on that. Label. yeah he
1: used to play uh what? he used to play NCAA Div one uh, football really yeah <laughs> and he got a that's I think he got unreal. like banned or dropped from the school <laughs> in like his last semester or something he never graduated. Wow. yeah, I was watching interviews and he said uh he doesn't want to mention the school. Well, people kind of did research and figured it out, but... Oh, he didn't want to mention it. No, he didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess he's a little bitter. Mm. But yeah, this is a little fun fact on JRD Yeah,
0: D. cool, I didn't know that. Um, me, it's just funny that we led up to this for my number five, like what's considered rap now, is a great album, superstar defining album for Post Malone, Beer Bungs, and Bentleys. So I think this album was very hyped up, because of the release of Rockstar, mm-hmm. arguably, I hope he wins something at the Grammys for this song. Because you can still bump that song oh, yeah. nowadays. Rockstar oh, yeah. does not get old. Since that song dropped, Posty became a superstar, and he had the hits uh, yeah. on, on Stony, like his yeah. first album. Oh, yeah. He had a lot of a few big songs like Congratulations blew up. Well, um, obviously White Iverson. Um, not a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, well the first like five songs uh, their
0: underrated song. Love that song. But first five songs for
1: On that album on Stony. Which one? Sony? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are unreal let me pull them up. Broken Whiskey Glass. Yeah, Broken Whiskey Glass. That sets as soon as
0: I heard that song I'm like this is gonna be an unreal album. Yeah. Not about and so what I wanna say about Beer Bungs and Bentleys is it had that single leading up to it and Candy Paint, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the and the other single was Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great single with Ty Dolla $ign, who's in one of the best features you can get nowadays. Um Beer Bongs and Bentley. High expectations. Most people were very hyped for this album. Posty, it was a, delayed a few times. And then when it was he actually announced the release date, everyone was ready for this album. And it did not disappoint, in my opinion. Grows on you with each listen. The first track is not as good as Broken Whiskey Glass, which is the first song on Stony, but gets better with time. And I think by the time you hit the third song, which, like I said in the last podcast, we talk talking about music, the three-song theory. Oh, yeah. The first three songs have to captivate you. It's like you're... It's the hook, basically. If by the first three songs, you're not into this album, stop listening. It's not going to get any better. That's my opinion. And I think the first three, the third one specifically, (laughs) should be the best song on the album. And it's only fitting that my favorite song on that album is Rich and Sad, which is the third song. That's the vibe you get for the whole album. It's representative of the sound of that album. And I think he did a great job taking people's expectations of him and kind of flipping them a little bit. He, he knew the sound that he made. People liked it. But he's created his own sound now. He's like, some people don't even consider him a rapper. The Grammys don't. He's a pop artist now. Yeah. It's like country rock rap.
1: Yeah, it's very different. It's unique
0: extremely unique yeah. like you know when you hear post malone uh-huh. on the radio if it's a feature his song he's already carved out his own sound superstar because of that album yeah i agree so that's that's my number five Still, i can still listen to that album now i can still bump Rockstar. 21 killed it on the feature they actually collabed on 21's album again great song all my friends see on the chorus like he's a chorus machine such a good voice and just he's a good singer. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's a good singer. That's what it is.
0: And it's really it's too bad. Um he and Mac Miller actually were gonna work on a collab album together, which is like they're really good friends. Apparently, Animal Beer Pong. Known like he Big loves Bud, Bud Light. Light guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um not my beer of choice. Shout out Alpine. I'm trying yeah. to get that sponsor. <laughs> but um yeah, no, he's was, uh, and Mac Miller's good too. Well was good. RIP. And yeah, they were uh, they were going to collaborate on an album together. And I think that would have been unbelievable. Two of my... Well, I don't know. Post Malone's not one of my favorite artists, but Mac was and still is, always will be. Them two together, I think, would have been an amazing album. It's too bad, but Post Malone will keep continue to deliver great music, I think. And now with this one, like whatever he puts out, I think, is going to become a hit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Drake effect.
1: Exactly, yeah. They're just on another level. Like you said, superstars.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's my five, uh, Went in in depth on that one, so yeah. Rich inside, definitely yeah, my favorite on there. So yeah, what do you got for us for
1: four? Number four, "Taboo" by Denzel Curry. Okay, have you listened to that one? No, I have. You uh, haven't? I've heard it's great though. Oh man, it's unreal. Okay, like just so. You, have you seen Denzel Curry's? Uh, is it freshman freestyle? That, no, man. Like the, the guy's a good rapper, and then the production on that album more like distorted eight hundred eight. It's like loud bass and it's just hype music mixed with his good rapping ability It's just, i don't know, I find it's really hype and uh it doesn't have that many features on the album it's mostly him it does have a jid feature oh, yeah yeah yes. yeah it's a good song um i forget the name of the song anyway um yeah it's just i find it's good music at the gym okay. with the loud bass it just hypes you up and uh my favorite songs on the album, well kind of goes with your theory there the three songs mm. the first three songs my favorite one is the third yeah cash you know, cash thing. maniac uh mad i got it it's another good one and perks but the whole album i find is yeah. it's kind of like um the the vibe i don't know like i said loud bass uh just good hype music
0: is he a lyricist though like what kind of rapper is denzel curry like it i don't both. know much about both. him
1: he can do both. Like, he'll he'll mix it up. You got He'll rap, like, a crazy verse, um, nice punchlines, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I don't know. I've And then he'll, on the chorus, he'll just, I don't know, kind of, like, play cardi on the chorus, where he just, like, he repeats a couple lines, and it just goes well with the song.
0: Okay. Yeah, I definitely got to check that out. That's an album I'm actually put off listening to for two kind of stupid reasons, to be honest. Don't like the album title how it's written with like yeah one, I t- okay, three okay, three I, whatever, I agree I don't like that either I mean it's not really a reason to not listen to an album but for me it was for and some reason all
1: caps too I don't know
0: and the album cover but I gotta get really? past that apparently <laughs> he just looks like a freak man he looks like Pennywise yeah, I guess it? jeez it was <laughs> um yeah no, I gotta check that album for sure i've heard it's really good and uh, yeah check it out made your top four so that's huge yeah big gym music guy that was, that's uh, a that's <laughs> criteria you gotta hit for see money well depends what i'm in the mood for yeah no for sure even know. in the car like it's just
1: if you got good speakers in your car yeah it's
0: hype so it's distorted 808 a lot of loud 808s yeah uh, have you heard asap g- rocky's album this year which is kind of like distorted well, the first song is called Distorted Records. Yeah,
1: no, but, I didn't. I, actually, I love ASAP, but I didn't listen to the album.
0: Okay, I love ASAP too. Listen to the album, disappointed. Really? I thought he took three years to drop this new album. That's the
1: thing. He he doesn't release music that often, so you kind of like lose interest in him. Yeah. You got to stay relevant.
0: Nowadays, with all yeah. the new music that comes out, like it did this year, exactly, 100%. Exactly, exactly. But, and now it's the other side of that is, if you're not dropping music, more steadily it better be good what you're dropping after three years of no music being released really and i was so disappointed with that record um distorted record great song but after that it dies off a little like there's a few songs i like but full album from asap that i who i loved his last album Uh at long last asap yeah i was very disappointed and he went with that sound that distorted 808s and i don't know just Not the direction I want to see ASAP go in. Hoping hoping he bounces back with the next album. Mm -hmm. But unrelated, that's not my number four album. Me, it was another... I talked about this one on the last pod as well. Vacation in Hell by Flatbush Zombies. It's my number four. 19 songs. I would have taken off two songs. Made a perfect, perfect 17 song album. These guys, three rappers michi darko eric the architect elliot and zombie juice very (laughs) sort of weird names first of all and weird guys weird rappers but these motherfuckers can rap their lyricists their flows are unreal eric makes all the beats they got a couple of different producers on this one to make some of the beats like kirk knight my boy shout out loved his album but not top 10 anyways I thought they showcased some versatility on this album. I'll just pull up a few songs. Again, third song, best song of the album, Vacation, featuring Joey Badass. Man snapped on that feature. And we actually talked about it on the last pods. I'm not gonna really get into this album that much again. Go back to episode three where we discussed the three song theory, state of hip hop in twenty eighteen with Goose. But yeah, that's um these guys are so versatile. They they're three guys, like I just said. They'll do a song with two of them, one of them, all three of them, switch it up. Kind of like, they're like the lyrical Migos, I would say. Okay. But there are also a few trap beats on this album, and they snap over them. They just go to show that rapping over a trap beat, this is also just my opinion, is much easier than it is to rap over a like sample heavy beat. Uh-huh, yeah. With like a, I don't know, I don't really know how to describe well, it. Well, on trap no beats, music, you're, you're relying
1: with. more on the beat. Or if you compare it to, like a, like I said, more a sample, heavy beat, you really got to... If your lyrics aren't strong, the song's going to suck. Yep. So it's all on you. as the, Not all on you, because the production has to be good, but a lot more of the song leans on the lyrics.
0: Yeah, and a, a trap beat, a beat can carry a song. Of course. On, if it's a trap
1: beat. EDM, just almost no lyrics
0: yeah <laughs> you get the one tagline before the big drop yeah, and, uh, exactly your money but yeah that's my number four uh i strongly recommend listeners who haven't heard this album to check it out very um they're a different style of rap it's like a little bit of horror core hmm. but because they have some dark lyrics but they make it catchy as well they have some great choruses on there they uh, they definitely stepped it up this is their second album the first one was a bit of a letdown Bounce back and then some with this one. Took two years off to work on their album, which I think is a good time for artists to take a few years off, then come back. And they did, they refined their sound. Looking forward to their next release, which hopefully will be in two, three years. But yeah, and they don't really collab with many people, they're just they do their own thing. But they
1: should because I didn't know who these guys were. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, Yeah, they're not really about the mainstream that's the thing though. Depends though. what they're
1: they're going for
0: and these guys actually now it kind of comes back to XX Shion. they rap about mental health as well like yeah. on the back half of the album there's like three songs in a row that kind of follow a similar thread and theme and it's done like obviously everyone has their down days right and like oh, yeah you, you want to sometimes you want to listen that kind of music and they uh-huh. definitely have that sound for you if i mean everyone needs music to get through the day sometimes you're having a long day you're not going to be bumping some cardi all the time or whoever <laughs> you're not always in the mood for extremely hype music no. and that's why on this album there's some good variety but there's a theme the album starts in a, like the first tracks like a sinister beat and they all snap over. And then the last song is actually featuring Denzel Curry. Hmm. And he goes hard. So I do. Yeah, Denzel's good, man. I know who Denzel is, but I never heard his own he, music.
1: Yeah, he's really underrated.
0: And it's, it's more like the song is called. Uh, anyways, the before last song is called You Are My Sunshine. And then the next one, it's just like a. It sounds like a sunny day again, going back to that. But it's just like a happy place song. And Denzel goes hard. He actually closed the album. as the last verse, which is strange. But good feature, so that's my number four. Now we're getting into the big three here, so I'm gonna just say disclaimer number one, my number one album that I think that I think is the best album of the year is actually I listed as number two, but it's not the album. It's not the album that I like the most, but we'll get to that when I get to number one. So for me, hmm. I'm gonna go back to back here. I'm gonna give you my number three. it's. RIP Mac Miller swimming.
1: I think we have the same top two then.
0: Uh, Yeah, it looks like it. Just what's the order though? So, Mac, man, I was devastated when I found this out. It was actually at my friend's wedding. My mom came up to me. I was buzzing, just flooring it, you know, having having a good time. Just, oh man, just mangled. (laughs) And yeah, I got this news delivered to me. Couldn't believe it. I mean, Still had a great night, but it was, it was really sad. And for, like, the next few weeks, all I listened to was Mac again. Just all the memories he brings back to me, like, got me through. It, well, not got me through, but uh, that's my grade <laughs> 10 to 12 in high school. 100%.
1: Oh, I remember. You'd always listen to What's his Blue Slide? Blue Slide Park, Park yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. Underrated I never got I never got into Mac Miller. No, I am. No. So, honestly, I didn't even listen to that album.
0: So, I think, in my opinion, it's one of his best bodies of work just he found the right balance between singing rapping choosing his sound like every every song follows the other perfect seamlessly i guess a theme to the album swimming through like depression and then you get his highs So another as well. mental health kind of a, a bit but it's not but really a depressing album though. like the first nice. song is not depressing but it's he's in a dark place and then through the album, he's swimming through his ups and downs. I think that's why the album is but called he, Swimming.
1: But he's bringing awareness to, like, oh, yeah, even us as superstar rappers have our down days like everyone else. 100%. Yeah,
0: And uh, I think that song, that album had so many great songs. Some of his best songs. Um, underrated song 2009, which is a significant year for him is because that's when he started to pick up some buzz. Yeah, no, uh, Swimming... Just love that album. I'll still, I listen to it very often. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't heard it, if you're not a Mac fan, I still think you can enjoy this album. Mac was the man. I mean, I hope we get some posthumous releases from him. I'm glad I got to see him in concert once. He gave me a handshake, which was unreal. What? Yeah, well, I was like second row at the concert. Like he was just going around, like giving, like like honestly, two other people and me. So it was unreal. It's not like everyone got some, you know. I was like, and Shay, I was like, I was fucking pumped. Two thousand like thirteen Al College, Al oh, yeah, uh, I was wearing a hoodie like burning up in that crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um one of the few sober concerts of my life, but it was great though. I knew every song.
1: Other sober concert, Low Wayne. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What year was that? Two thousand like eleven.
1: Yeah, I think. Almost, I think we had secondhand smoke from that guy. In yeah, front of us. he just got released from jail the night before. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah,
0: yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah, like dude was passed out in his yeah, C- you know he like took out shoes him. off or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. Oh
0: yeah,
1: great concert. Oh yeah, Rick, the Rick Ross, the that was opener for insane. sure.
0: Yeah, anyway. but yeah, that's that's my number three is Mac. <laughs> <laughs> now that's someone I do not. Care to hear more music from Mickey Rose? Yeah. The Dawn,
1: the Odd Feature is enough for me. Great feature, I yeah. think. Now yeah, I, I th-
0: feel like he's become like he's up in the rafters. He's just chilling, like eating his lemon pepper chicken wings, wing stop, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> with the black bottle. Anyways, um, yeah, number three, swimming. Check it out if you haven't heard it. One of my faves. What you got for us? Number three, I got Book of Rhyme by Royce the Five Nine. All right, all
1: right. I feel like. After his album with uh, Eminem, what's it called? Uh, Bad Meets Evil, yeah. Hell the
0: Sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great that album. album. That was a great album. So good. And he
1: kind of went like, I don't know, kind of disappeared, fell off the face of the earth. And then... Uh,
0: spending that later's money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, man, this album, he just goes hard. Yeah. I yeah. feel like this was his coming out party. Like, he finally established himself as... Not the guy who collaborated with Eminem, but as Royce the Five Nine. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the the beats, um, not really trap style, more like, uh, I guess you could say, not, I don't know if they're all samples. I don't know, but what you,
0: I know. I was thinking of that too. Like, what do you call yeah, that? Kind I don't of know. Beat? I know they're exactly just, what you're talking about. But it's just, like, I don't know. Good beats. Good or beats. Like, yeah, I guess. Soulful. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know back. how to
1: describe him, but he just goes hard. Like, the. F- I think it's uh it was, it was the intro is not a song and then you got the first mm. song called Woke and it's just one verse and he just goes hard okay and it kind of sets up the rest of the album and uh there's a couple songs I didn't like as much that so kind of skipped but uh another album the he talks about mental health awareness too uh That's this is the theme on this yeah. List working well, out it's mental health
0: okay? <laughs> workout to improve your mental health you know?
1: yeah well he he uh he was struggling too at one point he was addicted to i think it was an alcohol oh yeah uh, cocaine too i believe he so he kind of talks about that throughout the album but the song uh strong friend he, he the theme of that song is kind of like everyone has that one friend that they lean on and they tell, they tell everything to that their friend then uh they call it, that's what he calls their strong friend but mm. no one really checks in on that strong friend and right. you know, yeah. maybe they're going through hard times too and uh so that's one song it's more of a no uh, it's a aggressive song i guess like he i don't know throughout the whole whole album he goes hard but kind of makes you think on that one a bit mm. and uh yeah woke is a pretty good one and uh godspeed okay that one has a sample in it at the beginning, and then when the beat drops, it kind of reminds me of the game, uh, what's that, uh, Jesus, is it Jesus Peace?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, the album or the song? Uh, the song reminds me... Or uh, the six song?
1: Yeah, that was a good one. No, it kind of reminds you of, like, the vibe of that album. Okay. Yeah. Underrated album. Yeah, very Jesus
0: underrated Peace, album. Jesus Peace, people, yeah. like, shit on it because it has a bunch of features. People take away... I don't know. Try to take away, take credit away from an artist who will go out and get a bunch of features and say like, "Oh, that's why the album was great." Yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan of the... He a, picked those features. Exactly. Well, he he
1: designed the album.
0: Yep. So you got to give him credit for that. I like a nice balance between yeah, no features and too many. Yeah. Give me like five, <laughs> <laughs> five, five, six features. Well, it depends I'm how long of the album is too. Yeah, because they vary so much now. Ideal length, thirteen to seventeen yeah, songs I agree. tops. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> but yeah. No, Book of Ryan. I, I like I said earlier, I am um, only heard like half of it, so I never heard strong. Summer
1: unlocked, two hype song. Pusha T. Uh, who else is in that one? I don't. Pusha T's got a King feature. Push. Yeah, I. We'll talk about them a little later, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're getting to
0: two and one, so <laughs> yeah. there's uh, only a few left, and I think we are. Uh, we're this will be the first time we're in agreement here on that. Uh, it yeah, just honestly. depends where we got who. So yeah, let's just get into it now. Rip this Band-Aid off. <laughs> we <got laughs> number two for me is Daytona yep. push a T. Same thing for me.
1: So we got the same one and
0: two. I think. I mean, I think we have the same one. 100% we do. 100%. <laughs> so,
1: we can't leave this album out.
0: Yeah. So, 2 Daytona. Why is it number 2 and not number 1 for you?
1: Because number 1 was just too good.
0: But no, what about number 2 makes it that good though? Let's just say that.
1: Um. Just, well, okay, the length, it wasn't too long and just, man, you can play, start to finish and just replay and replay and replay. It's just mm-hmm. so good. And, uh, the wait, how many features you got? Two? Rick, Rick Ross. Ross and, Tony, that's it. Yeah. So maybe like there's
0: a background vocals like a girl. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Shout out Santaria. great <laughs> song, man. Super <laughs> underrated, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm done. um
1: And the beats, I don't know. I feel like uh, Pusha just does his thing. He's an underrated rapper too. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't listen to the album at first because it dropped just after uh, the whole Kanye, uh, the whole Drake and Pusha thing. I was kind of like, oh, "Fuck Pusha," but you're the one who told me, man, you gotta listen to yep. this album. So I, I gave it a chance and honestly did not disappoint. No. No. And uh, he just, he, what would you say his style is aggressive a bit? Yeah, aggressive.
0: Yeah, like got, kind of a bit, a little sinister too, punchlines. Yeah, like cocky. Yeah, oh yeah, super. A yeah. lot of cocaine rap too. Like he yeah. rap about drug dealing and all that, but always in unique ways. Uh-huh. Though, and I feel like he hasn't made that oversaturated, I think, because he's a lyricist, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, Lyrics, he busts out, I'm going to look something up here, but no, um, that's, so Kanye went on a run of producing, fully producing every song on five albums in a row, that were released week after week, seven song albums, the first one was Pusha T, Daytona, and I was in Europe when this dropped, downloaded it, listened to it in the airport, my God, was I not disappointed, but not, not disappointed, this, exceeded expectations yeah. and push up. I already heard his two first albums. They're really good. This is just above and beyond snaps on all songs. And he's a good feature too. on all this very good. Songs. feature. Yeah. Okay. No. um, Yeah. No. Off the intro, you know, it's like, going to be a great album. Yeah. Falls it up on the second song, hard piano with Rick Ross, very underrated. Just the beats are perfect. Like that's what yeah. Ka- Kanye did perfectly uh-huh. here. He curated the sound so well for Pusha. Uh
1: And the beats weren't too much. You know, sometimes the beats take over and people just listen to the music for the beats. I kind of do that sometimes depending on the artist. But this one here, he kind of just created the beat just perfect for Pusha and just let him do his thing. Yep. Which was nice.
0: Yeah, no, Pusha definitely let us know that we heard of him... Well, I don't know. I forget when the beef actually started. Was it before or after his album dropped? It was around that time. It was before his album dropped. I'm yeah, just sure. to get some hype. you it, know, And some artists yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah.
1: Well, fuck. I don't blame him. I think it was before
0: Drake's album dropped too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just reading some of some of his lines like... Ovens full of cakes that he bakes still spread and paste. The love just accentuates the hate... This for the bodybuilding clients moving weight. Yeah, just add water, stir it like a shake. I don't know. He's got a lot more than that. That's just the first thing I pulled up. But he, um, his delivery is just spot on. Like he makes you wait on his every word. Uh-huh. Like okay, where's he going with this? Yeah, Pusha Santeria underrated song. That's my favorite on the album. It's really, the sixth one. I, think, I
1: like I like the games we play and oh. Comeback back baby. Well, the line come back baby is kind of unique too. Yeah. It, the verses are just almost just like a bass playing in the background. Yeah. And push out. Just kills it.
0: He does, 100%. And now, you all know Daytona as well. Like, that's the album that everyone's really rating as the best album of this year. Uh-huh. So I think the reason we both have it as our number two. Well, actually, another reason is because it's just seven songs. For me, like they're all amazing songs, but to have the best rap album of the year, you got to give me a little more than that. And now it's coming full circle with... My 10th album, Culture 2, 24 songs. This man, you all know his story. Came up with Rodeo. Unreal debut album. Super, underrated. Unreal. super he hasn't, underrated. He hasn't dropped a bad album. 100%. Birds in the Trap sing McKnight. If you don't know who we're talking about by now, stop listening. <laughs> we're talking about Astroworld by Travis Scott. Album of the year. I hope this guy w- wins the Grammy. He deserves it. Or best yeah, rap album of the year
1: because it's so fucking original, it's yep. different. No one's ever dropped something like it. He's kind of like Kanye when Kanye was in his prime, dropping like something different that mm-hmm. just works. That's why I see uh Travis Scott like right now.
0: Yeah, he's got the best show they say in music, I'm gonna get to That We're going that to
1: see March 4th in Montreal, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. unreal.
0: Yeah. But Astral World was a very Hyped album because he had already given us the titles of his albums, but before he even dropped one of his albums, he said, "My first album is called Rodeo, second is Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight, third is Astro World." So there had been a hype about Astro World. What does it mean? It's a theme park in Houston. I think they, I think they took it down. It used now, to be a theme park. Yeah. Okay. And he says it in Stargazing, which is an amazing yeah. intro song. Yep. This is the thing that Trav Dog did in this album for the first time since really releasing music, is that he actually told a story and talked about his personal life more than just glorification, cars, hoes, women, you know, all that shit. And actually talked a lot about Kylie Jenner, his kid. And I think that elevated him to another level where he could diversify his content, tell us more about himself, not just like that he's out in Vegas. Like on Sicko Mode, to me, the second verse of Sicko Mode, which... This is a song we could talk about for a long time with the three beat changes yeah, that you yeah. talked about earlier. Oh, yeah, it's a
1: common theme. Same thing in uh, the first song of the album. Yep. Switches mid song. Uh, a lot of albums that like Eminem had the the beat switch to in his album. I forget on what. Song. Yeah, I forget the song too, but. Um. Anyway, yeah, I think Travis Well, Travis has been doing that for a while. He
0: did it on Rodeo. Yeah, exactly. on like nine zero two one zero is one. The, well, the song one that comes with, to mind. with uh,
1: is it with the Migos on Oh My uh, This Side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See,
0: there's that two beats. Two. I think there's another one also. It's like on two
1: there. separate songs in one, almost. yeah Plus, he goes into like towards the end of his beats, he kind of like has like this weird bass sound, and it's just a it kind of finishes the beat off. It's a different style that no one else does it, and it just works. Could I think be, that's that's the Kanye influence, I think.
0: Or is it Travis coming up with these sounds himself? Could he be the originator oh. for this trend of beat switch ups mid song? That's what I'm thinking. Because he's been doing it since twenty fifteen. Yeah. Well, he
1: he has his own style that no one else really can no one else has. And he's been doing it since rodeo. Yep. Not as much on uh Birds, Birds in the Trap. No. And I'm um, happy kind of went back to his you know. Yeah, rodeo that's style. Thing.
0: Yeah, Astro World is more like rodeo. Ro- yeah. Birds is like a whole. I think it's just like a side project he did. Dark. Well, the based off the album cover, it's darker. Whereas Rodeo and Astro World are both light uh-huh. colors, right? Well, like
1: theme park and rodeo, Is yeah. like a party, right? So
0: yeah, and you get that in the music. Yeah, like carousel. To me, when I hear that song, I can picture a carousel spinning. Like it's weird. I know well, it's weird. The, there, and you but, hear
1: like the voices at the beginning too, yeah. like kind of like yelling a bit. It's just, I don't know, it's like a theme park. You know? yep. It goes well with the 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 whole theme of the album.
0: And now it's like unquestionable. You can't deny it. Trav Dog is a superstar. Oh,
1: 100%. Especially now that he's dating. Kylie, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Insane. Uh, the album is unbelievable.
1: Oh, he's mainstream now.
0: Yep. You well, know, Sicko Mode is a number one hit on yeah. the radio. Yeah in the states it's all over the unreal song in the clubs too yep he's got it all and that's the thing he did not compromise his vision and that's what I
1: like so people kind of like starting you see more and more hip hop on the radio too nowadays yeah now it's much more
0: popular than it used to be yeah no Travis did his thing on this album and that's why he's cemented number one I think there's a few songs I could cut personally like ah okay what are your favorite songs? And I Star- like the f- I like them all, man. Stargazing, sicko mode. I'm just gonna pull it up. And real the quick. the the features too, they vary a lot from
1: Stevie Wonder to like twenty one savage. That's yeah. Okay, that song's unreal. Which one?
0: Rest in peace, screw, stop trying to be god, no by Sanders, skeleton. Wake up's to me it's okay. Yeah, wake up's probably five percent tint and c seventeen Yosemite, can't say. Yo, what s- went like keeps going. I could <laughs> yeah, listen to the whole album, all,
1: man. Yeah, they're all good. I remember when it dropped. I was I was listening, I was working, so I was listening yeah. at like seven in the morning and I texted you, I think NC seventeen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: man, did not disappoint. You
1: know, that one just goes well, every song he goes higher. Like the, yeah. and the the beats too are all different, mm-hmm. but he, he works well with all the all the different style of beats. Yep.
0: Yeah, I definitely experimented on this album, but it all worked. Nothing felt forced. Uh-huh. I think I'm not a Nav fan myself, but yeah, I, no, I, I still thought even though his uh, his verse on Yosemite it was kind of kind of short, kinda, kinda yeah. short and, like sounded Closing. poorly mixed, was still yeah. okay. Like the flame on the island. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. He just
1: like yeah. closed out the song. Well, that's what Travis does. He doesn't know, do, you know start off the song, verse, then hook, mm-hmm. verse, bridge, hook. Like I don't know, some songs are just like two verses. Yeah. And some of the songs are the traditional with the, the verse hook verse bridge, and then the other ones are just like I don't know, you have a long verse and then nav, yeah, closing it out. It's different, and it and that, works.
0: That's why his album is one of the most the well, the most well received albums of the year. That Travis before this album never was really well reviewed. Like his fans like us loved his music. Uh-huh. Like I loved Rodeo from the start, and it only yeah. got better to me with time. But it was yep. a very poorly well re- poorly received album, like the average review is like fifty seven out of a hundred on most like websites that rank these albums. Which I don't really care about to be honest. If I oh, like no. the artist, I'm checking the music. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what other people say about it, critics. And Birds is like kind of the same thing in the '60s. This is like an '86 or something overall.
1: Which one do you prefer, Birds or Rodeo? Rodeo, Rodeo for sure. Yeah.
0: Rodeo is a ride, man. Like it's a the it's a much more ambitious album like a lot of five minute long songs which you yeah. wouldn't see on a first album True. which I, we talked about in the last pod gus and i again but yeah no rodeo for sure but i love birds coordinate the jam i love
1: yeah. that song no he uh I, the, does he because he has a song on uh birds with nav yeah yeah he, i thought it deal, was man. that's how i figured out who he was since i thought it was Justin Bieber.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beams in the Trap, yeah. Yeah, it's Beams in the Trap. And I thought well, are he was going to like be a superstar, this guy, just off his feature. Yeah. Well,
1: the album, the last album we dropped, I didn't like it as much, but the one before that, I forget. I know you didn't, I don't I know, even know if you enough. listened to it. No. It's good, man. I don't even Did it drop? I it think it was maybe with 2017. I know. I think
0: it was this year. Really, Last eh? year, he yeah. had perfect timing, I'm pretty sure. Not that I even checked that shit, but.
1: I'm curious, because I, I really enjoyed that album. Uh, what I did like, well, as you know, I'm a, I'm a big producer guy, and Metro Women is one of my favorite producers. So uh, I definitely checked that out when I heard that he was producing the whole album. And um, some of the songs that I liked, uh, both sides with 21 Savage and Nav, obviously. Um, <laughs> Bring It Back, that's another good one. Uh, Held Me Down, Minute, ASAP Ferg, even Hit man, there's a lot of good songs that you need to check this out. You need to check this out. You do. Uh, Call Me is another good one. But definitely Bring It Back. That's like my, probably number one. That one and uh, Both Sides. I like the the highlights of that album for me.
0: So my big critique with Nav is that he gets to sound repetitive and he's only been in the game for a few years and he's already got this formula of took a blue pill in the omelette Papa red one now I don't even know. Like you know what I mean? That could no, be a Nav style, lyric, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like it gets after I heard him on Biebs in the trap. Like I said earlier, I thought he was gonna be a superstar. Like had a lot, of promising career ahead of him, and now he just keeps using the same content matter in every song. It seems like he's featured on same flow, no charisma on the mic, limited <laughs> personality. I could go on. I guess he does kind of rap about the same stuff, but if you listen to
1: um, well, the songs I mentioned there, uh, "Call Me" and
0: um, what was the other one? Both sides.
1: Said? No, not that one. Let me just pull up the album here. One sec. They're kind of different than his normal like uh, drugs and getting fucked up kind of.
0: Okay, well that's a a respect that. He raps that about.
1: Then. Yeah, it's different. They're kind of softer. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Help Me Down." He talks okay. about how his girlfriend was always there him even then we he wasn't that famous okay. She stuck by him so yeah he's not only rapping about drugs <laughs> like, and bells, uh, that's good then. popping pills and smoking weed
0: but it's because he's kind of following the the path paved out by his mentor's belly weekend even Drake like that toronto style yeah. rap right yeah. Anyways, he hey he's still uh done a good job for himself making yeah. himself some guala through uh his raps and full uh, discretion to the listeners we're doing this in a two-part recording so we're a bit short on time last time so we're just hopping back in right now since recording the previous episode i've gone back and listened to the number four album by cameron taboo by denzel curry amazing album strongly recommended. if i had heard it before i definitely would have heard it more than just once it would be on my top 10 Possibly even top five, who knows? But it's definitely a top 10 album for me. Um, Curry's just so versatile, his flow is unreal. The production is different, like it's experimental trap, yeah. rap, you'd say.
1: Yeah, exper- for sure, experimental. There's nothing really like it out there. Um, and we were talking about it, we were texting the other day. He's got like the trap vibe in certain songs, like the chorus, well, he's gonna repeat a couple of like hype lines. And uh, with some heavy bass and then he'll go to the verse where he can rap and have like a good flow and delivery. So it's uh, there's a bit of both on the album, which is nice.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've only heard the album once. I've heard a few of the songs twice. Like I heard the intro song twice and uh, Clout Cobain, which I think that mm-hmm. was one of the bigger yeah. songs from the album. And I'm pretty sure he raps. He's rapping about mental health in that mm-hmm. song as well. Yeah. So that seems to be a theme we've Talk about seen. about suicide. 2018, yeah, which is no joke. So, yeah. a lot of guys have
1: been doing that this year. Even Gucci, yeah. Um, even last year, Gucci on uh, was it Mr. Davis?
0: Great album. Yeah, that was a very That's personal a album. album for yeah, him. Yeah. Coming out of jail, or I think by that point he had been out for a bit. But no, that was definitely a more personal album. He opens up talking about his family's struggles, not mm-hmm. just the glorification of the trap. And that's something Gucci's been known to do is switch it up and stay. That's why he's been able to stay relevant over the years. He's been around since the early 2000s. Those who have read his book would know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just finished that uh, two days ago, God for Christmas. And yeah, great read. I highly recommend that book. Uh, what's it? Is it just called
0: Gucci? Gucci Mane? Yeah, I think so. Autobiography. Autobiography. Anyways, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Um, you'll see that Rolex on there. You'll know it's his yeah. book. <laughs> um, yeah, great,
1: great book. I uh, couldn't put it down. I think I read it in two days.
0: Yeah, I read it in three days. Yeah, Humble brag. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Not a big
1: deal.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, great book. And it made us go back and listen to some of his older music. Yeah, and you gotta appreciate
1: where he comes from too. It uh, wasn't an easy road to, to where he is now. But yeah, his, I, didn't, I didn't really listen to his old stuff. I think the first, the oldest Gucci Mane song I would listen to was Lemonade. Oh yeah, Classic. Um, I, I, I listened more to to Waka Flocka when he was up and coming right and uh, gucci's the one who who signed him who discovered him i think his mom was his uh manager yeah something like that. something
0: like that yeah we both read the book we don't even know well it it wasn't
1: clear because she wasn't really she didn't have much like in the rap game you know she didn't have many connections but she was good uh to like guide gucci yeah kind of like uh i don't know calm him control him because he was a pretty wild guy
0: both of them were Mm waka as well well
1: that's why gucci kind of got walk into the the rap game because he he, uh i don't know i guess he was involved with the wrong people not that gucci wasn't but (laughs) (laughs) um she she wanted him to start rapping with gucci to kind of change his mind or his uh ideas i guess because i think it was just in the streets all the time yeah like well most guys are yeah, so especially from Atlanta, right? Yeah. They take
0: the trap to the booth and then mm-hmm. just distribute their uh, drugs through audio files. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: in the book, he mentions that he would uh, he would give guys discounts. He would sell, like, uh, I don't know, weed and give them an album or something that he had just released. So that's how he got famous in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, and we all know where he's gotten himself to nowadays. Like um it's interesting to see how someone like Waka Flocka, who is his top prospect, really has has failed to stay relevant over the years. He came out in like 2010. Whatever, yeah, probably with, around like, there. Part yeah. of the paint, yeah. Yeah.
1: Lex Luger too is one of those producers that pff, I don't even know where he is
0: anymore. I think he's still making music with other people, like lesser known artists. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm he sure he's huge. doing fine. But yeah, he I thought he was going to be one of the biggest producers in the game, and he still had a major impact with his iconic like rising like, yeah. yeah that was
1: huge well i think he's kind of he kind of started that whole <soils closure> the whole uh like trap beat um because after that you got well i know in the book mike Willis since like 2005 I yeah think, was produc- was produc- even he was in Zay-Torven high school too. but the first one that i really heard make those trap style beats was lex luger yep me too and he kind of he went he was huge in 2010 he produced like rick ross his, i think
0: bmf a, NC Hammer. He had a couple. Most of the iconic Wiz Khalifa mis- mixtape, Cabin True. Fever. Yeah, that was great r-
1: mixtape. Great mixtape.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and now uh, we're getting caught up in the past year. Let's move <laughs> on to possible albums for next year, which I wanted to talk to you about. 2019. As per usual, I feel like artists just keep dropping great albums every year. So. There shouldn't be a drought of music coming next year. Artists who haven't dropped anything this year look to drop something next year. Like personally, I hope Kendrick Lamar drops something next year, but no rush. No, he can take his time. He's one of those great artists that I'd rather he just takes his time that makes a masterpiece and delivers it at the at perfect timing. Shout out Nav. <laughs> <laughs> so next year, like I mentioned earlier. I'm a big fan of collab albums mm-hmm. personally and I feel like that's something we need we I'd want to see more in the game. Like twenty seventeen we got a twenty one Savage offset Metro Boomin album, a Travis Scott Quavo album, Huncho Jack. Great which is a album. Criminally underrated <laughs> album yeah. in, in our opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no no good reviews on that album. I I haven't met someone other than you that enjoys that album.
0: Actually shout out Arian, he likes that album yeah? too. Yeah.
1: Cause I've checked the reviews online and uh, was it Gus hates the album too? Oh, yeah, he
0: made it known in episode three that he's not a fan of that album. Um, Who else? Zach likes the album. As yeah. Well. yeah. Actually, no, I, I mean, I know a
1: couple people like, yeah, uh, like my brother likes the album too, but I don't know. I feel like it's, uh, like you said, criminally underrated. I think it's a, a
0: cult classic, let's say. Like the people who like it love it, and the people who don't just hate it. Yeah, Absolutely true. no in between. Yeah. And I'd love to see a huncho jack too.
1: Oh yeah, me too. And a common theme too this year was uh like producer artist uh collabs, you know? Like uh even last year too, that the Nav Metro Boomin. Um and even in the book we were reading, a lot of guys are looking at collab full albums with producers. The Gucci book there we were yeah. talking about. Um, Off the top of my head, can't really think of any this year, but I know for sure there's some.
0: Well, on my list, actually, Fetty featuring uh, Currency, Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist made all the beats on that album. Oh, I love those kind of albums yeah. as well. When it's a one single producer, I feel like it's a more consistent project. Exactly, yeah. Because when you're picking, choosing one beat from a bunch of a plethora of producers. It's just, um, I don't know. I feel like the songs might not be as cohesive. You know, it's just like, it might be great songs, but going together in an album, they don't really mesh well together. And I feel like one producer Mm -hmm. can help just curate that sound. That's um, seamless. Song one through nine, let's say.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, just, I'm just going through my Spotify here, my albums that I've been listening to. One album that I forgot to mention, uh, drip harder.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was that, a good collab
1: album. Yeah, that was that's another collab album theme that we we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing another one of those, like drip harder two, maybe.
0: I feel like that could definitely happen because Lil Baby and Gun are good friends in real life, right?
1: ATL guys.
0: Yep, couple of Atlanta homies. Yeah, drip too hard. That's got to be one of my favorite. Now we're just going on a tangent here, but one of my favorite songs of the year for sure. Yeah, drip oh, yeah. too hard. It's such an easily digestible song mm-hmm. that you just want to repeat it right after you have yep. heard it because yeah, it's like a two-minute-and-a-half song.
1: That's the thing too. Eh? They're kind of short. Yeah, we also talked about that earlier. There,
0: I think that's why for me that album's not on my top ten. I did like it, but it's it sounds a little too repetitive, song after song. Like uh, Off White, velon One's sick intro. Mm-hmm. The song with Drake is good. There's a business couple. Business is of, like, business. Yeah, business business is good. Belly, Belly's good. Belly's, yeah, but after that, I feel like those are the first three songs. Stylebender's right? pretty good. Uh, See, I don't know that song off the
1: top. It's a a different uh, beat,
0: I guess you could say. Like a flute beat. Okay, okay. Um, Shout out Russ Flute Song. Do you know who Russ is now? The uh, rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. So he had a decent album this year, but also... I didn't listen to it. His subject matter gets diluted because he always raps about the same thing. Like that he's underrated because he mixes, masters, produces every single song. Doesn't have features. Just does his own thing alone, but... I don't know. I feel like you got to switch it up. And that's what makes for me, like a Kendrick, so special is that every one of his albums sound different and they're all amazing. Doesn't compromise anything. Still gets the hits. Like, damn, he collaborates yeah. with, uh, or no, um, Humble, I mean, collaborates with uh, Mike Will Made. It's number one hit on the radio.
1: Well, so. the thing with Kendrick is he has so many different flows, too. Like, that's why every album can sound different because he could switch his style from song to song or verse to verse. And he's a good storyteller, too, yep. which is always captivating. Oh,
0: 100%. And that's why he'll stand the test of time mm-hmm. and be one of the GOATs all time.
1: Yeah, because he can change his subject, right? Yep. Unlike Nav, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Nah, fine. So well, what, else, what else do you want to talk about? So for next year, yeah, is there anyone in particular that you want to hear an album from for next year that you maybe haven't or? A, Either Uh, haven't heard this year or have heard and looking forward to their next project. Well, someone
1: that I I started listening to a lot this year was Lil Uzi. Mm, And uh, yeah, he's not like, he doesn't rap about many different things, but I just like his flow. His his beats are nice. And um, I don't know. And I just want to hear another Lil Uzi album. I know he's talking about one.
0: Love is Rage 3. Is that possible or no? No, it's a... Let me
1: look it up here see now
0: he didn't drop anything this year right no so that's he's been featured a lot on his part Uh I feel like because his sound yeah Uzi has definitely has a unique voice style like the rock star life and I feel like he benefits from not having released any music this year because now people are actually missing his music and gonna be anticipating his next album myself included I'll definitely check it out
1: yeah Eternal A Take that's the name of his new album that he's gonna drop
0: okay yeah because yeah, Love Is Rage 2 is pretty good. I didn't hear the whole thing, but I heard a few of the songs. And like even, uh, uh what's the song called? EXO Tour Life uh, 2 or 3. I forget what it's called yeah. there. But that was a great song. That was a banger for all of last year. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think that's uh no, it's not Mike Will who produced that.
0: I'm not sure. But that was a good song. Yeah, Lil Uzi. I could see it.
1: No, he's got a lot of like, uh, like upbeat music, which is nice. Um, if you check out. The perfect love tape, Lil Uzi Vert versus the world.
0: Yeah, that was good. I heard that one.
1: Yeah, Canadian Goose, High Roller, Money yeah. Longer, like you know, Money Longer. That yeah, of course, I know cool. Canadian yeah. Goose. Uh, yeah. High
0: Roller. You know, I'm a high roller. Yeah, so yeah. You, you like Lil Uzi? Yeah, I've heard some of P's his stuff. P's and Q's. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see. I'm a, I'm a chameleon, man. <laughs> I listen. I, I would have
1: thought you weren't you weren't gonna be a big Uzi fan.
0: Well, I'm not a big Uzi fan. I can't really say, but I've heard his, some of his stuff. Like, I've heard some of Love Is Rage too. Mm-hmm. I'll probably check his next album just because he took a year off, really. And I, re- I like that. Yeah. That means he's actually working hard, not just flooding the internet with content like a, a Gucci would. Not taking anything away from Gucci now, but like I said earlier, I like it when artists take a year off to work on their album. And give us the best product rather than just always giving us music. Mm-hmm. It starts to get old like a future kind of.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Future back-to-back albums in like, was it two days?
0: I'm Two weeks. No, within the span of seven days, he had dropped two albums. Rumors of a third one coming up, but he, he, that didn't nah, happen. No, but like, I think it was the last year. Or maybe two years ago. He in two days, he dropped like two albums. Or something. Probably, to be honest. But that's someone <laughs> like those two albums. I'm talking about Future and Henrik's. The two albums I dropped back-to-back, back, I didn't check all of them. No, and they're too long, too. And, like, one feature on every song. Like future is someone I feel like who would benefit from having a couple of features. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because this sound does get repetitive as well. Definitely. Gotta respect what he's done for the Atlanta rap scene. <laughs> There's a lot of Atlanta <laughs> rappers. <in laughs> oh, yeah. But, I don't know. He's someone that he might start to lose momentum.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Kind of like Migos, you know. Um, Now Offset was tweeting last night about dropping his album, whether it should be 16 or 19 songs. And apparently it's coming soon. So I hope if it's tomorrow, like just to cap off 2018, that would be unreal. Give us some tunes Mm -hmm. to bump and to lead us into the new year. But yeah, I mean, they're going to have to start switching it up. Like Culture 3 apparently dropping early next year. Obviously, I'm still pumped for it. But you got to wonder when they're going to start to lose relevancy a little bit, right? Yeah. Hopefully,
1: it's not as long.
0: I thought yeah, I, yeah. Culture I 2,
1: I thought it was too long.
0: Yeah. I mean, said what I had to say on Culture yeah. 2. But, yeah, it's uh, how she goes nowadays. I, I would like the, um,
1: a Huncho Jack um, 2 before. Me too. Before Culture 2 or Culture 3.
0: Yeah, and I think they could even use the poor reviews they got as motivation to make like experiment a little with the yeah. production.
1: Because I guess,
0: I guess what people were saying was that
1: Travis wasn't really himself on that album because the beats were different. They're more like uh, Migos, yeah, type beats. See that. But I don't know. It's not all. You don't always want to rely on the stuff you use for your albums. I guess it's considered an album to me. It's more like a mixtape. Yeah,
0: it's an album, though. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No no one drops mixtapes anymore.
0: No, mixtapes have died because of streaming, right? Yeah. Everything's like a digital album, Mm -hmm. if it's not an album, or just a project, they'll say. Huncho Jack, to me, is a great album. There's only a couple of songs I'm not a huge fan of, but Modern Slavery is an incredible Mm. opening song.
1: Is it it produced by just uh, one producer?
0: The whole album? Yeah. No. There's a few, like... uh, Buddha bless this beat yeah um, true true um, beats. Murda Beats beats. that's another good producer great producer for sure Canadian guy yeah shout out Toronto um, yeah no Huncho Jack 2 um, if there's more songs like Oh My This Side <laughs> it would be better yeah, that'd be yeah that'd be good but there's still like I like almost every song on Huncho Jack so mm-hmm. I really can't complain about it I just want another one yeah, not asking for much here, <laughs> but I think they'll they will make another one. I'm, they've hinted at it, anyways. Yeah, okay, that's good. Which would be good. Takeoff still not getting his love and hasn't gotten his collab album, but that's fine. Who would you like to see him collab with? Takeoff. Uh, I mean, there's talks that it was Lil Yachty. I'd rather not yeah, to be I mean, honest. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that. Uh, um, takeoff and I don't know, like I like 21 Young Thug. Even if it was someone like or Lil Baby, I feel like it'd be good. Yeah. Any of those artists, because they're all friends, right? So I, I feel like it would be... Even if it was Lil Yachty, I'm obviously going to listen to it. And I still think it would be decent. Are they all with... Is He's with
1: uh, Quality Control. Lil Yachty, Yachty yeah. yeah.
0: Lil Baby, too. Gunner yeah. is signed to Young Thug. Oh, yeah. 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 Gunner's dope, too. Uh-huh. I mean, I've never heard his own music, but he's well, a good what's teacher. His, uh, the Jeffrey, is that... And that's Young Thug. Jeffrey. What are we talking about? We're we talking about Young Thug here? Well, I guess so. I was talking about Gunna. Like, I've never heard Gunna's music before. Oh, Gunna's music. Okay. I thought you were talking about Young Thug's music. No, I've heard Young Thug. Jeffrey's is, pretty good album. Oh, Jeffrey's a great yeah. album. That's, um, yeah, Young Thug, also someone who he dropped a couple albums this year. Not as good as I was hoping them to be because he's a pretty mysterious rapper. Like, he won't drop anything. Then he'll say, like, oh, my album is dropping tomorrow. Gets hyped, gets hyped, gets hyped. Drops, like, two weeks later. Like he doesn't say anything, but then there's always there always seem to be delays in his music for some reason. Poor management. Maybe you should hit up Waka Flocka Flames mom for some uh, management advice. Shout out to Deb, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know Young Thug and someone who, like we were talking about earlier, Unreal collaborator with Travis Scott. All their songs together back in the day were Unreal, like yeah. Skyfall, uh, Mama Cita, yeah. uh, Maria, I'm Drunk. Great song. True,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a good one
0: too. Yeah,
1: with Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Also, someone that who knows them um, can't say really looking forward to what he's dropping. But when he drops his next album, I'll Justin Bieber. Yeah, because uh, I like Purpose. Good album. Yeah,
1: I mean, him and Travis seem to be good buddies. Yep. I I don't mind a Travis Bieber collab. Not no. a full album there, yeah, but yeah, I'm sure it would be
0: dope though. Yeah, yeah, that would be something. Because, yeah, I feel like people now are past the days of hating on Justin Bieber. Oh,
1: it was more jealousy than anything, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I I like Justin Bieber. Yeah. But when he was younger, his old stuff I don't really listen to, but his the Purpose is the first album that I really enjoyed. Yeah.
0: I mean, One Time was the jam, but, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, that was more, um, I don't know, more of a hip-hop album, kind of, still pop, mm-hmm. and a bit of EDM as well. I, yeah. Is it a good mix
1: like with is it children? Then, I don't know. Dude, dude, what do you mean? Like uh, yeah, yeah. But children too had like a, a bit of like a EDM, possible drop in it. I can't say. But then he's got uh, no sense. That's with Travis. Mm, yep. And he's got a song with uh, Nas.
0: Nas, yeah, Big Sean, a couple of rap tra- yeah? features yeah, on yeah. there. Someone I'm not looking forward to there, or not not just won't be checking really is Big Sean. Someone who's fallen off yeah, in my books. Me too. I used to
1: listen to him in, like, 2010,
0: Yeah, back same, in high school. Back in the finally famous days. Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah, Big Sean. I mean, every dog has his day, right? And those guys, like, were the Waleys of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, Wale. Yeah, Wale, Big Sean. Ambitions, that's a good one. I, yeah, ambitions, ambitions was good yeah. for sure, but I don't know. They, they seem to Never still be dropping music, and no one's checking it anymore. Mm-hmm yeah well like someone like meek mill actually came up around that time 2010 when he signed to maybach music group yeah yeah. <laughs> um, and he's still dropping him. good albums like yeah championships yeah, for did. me didn't make the top 10 because i didn't have enough time to really digest it but great album and mm-hmm. i feel like that's a an album ever like his um comeback season really Like everyone he's the people's champion i think with that album because Meek Mill, man, his album that he dropped before The Beef with Drake was amazing, in my opinion. Dreams yeah. Worth More Than Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And He's had a lot of good, good albums. The one before that... Um, wins and Losses. No, before that. Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> that one. He had, yeah, Dreams and Nightmares, because he had a lot of mixtapes, too, yep. back in the day when mixtapes were relevant. Yeah, like the Dream Chasers Dream Chasers, Yeah, th- those were good, but like House Party, you know. Those yeah, songs, oh, yeah. That's a, the anthem.
0: It was, and I feel like the the beef with Drake just made everyone turn on him without question, just with a blind eye. Shout out, Bird Box. <laughs> haven't seen the movie, but still going to drop the reference in there. <laughs> but yeah, no, everyone just like immediately sided with Drake because of the Drake effect, I feel like. And no one, I mean, Drake, let's be real, had the better song with back-to-back, great yeah, diss record. Yeah. But people were just taking credit away from Meek Mill. Unrightfully so, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I
1: agree, because he's such a good rapper. But he wasn't mainstream like Drake was. And that's, that's the thing. thing yeah. yeah, He was respected in the rap community, but outside of rap, he wasn't really known. Which that's wasn't true. a bad thing that he beefed with Drake, because now he's, he's mainstream.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's why I'm just happy to see him win. I think everyone's happy to see him win yeah. with championships. Great album.
1: And then he also squashed his beef with Drake and he, he shouted out the back-to-back Yeah, song Yeah, the, Oh, I love that line. Yeah,
0: Going bad, that's a great song. <laughs> Man, that would be something. A Drake-Meek Mill yeah. collab album. That would be something. Uh, they go well together. Because
1: Meek Mill's kind of more like a, a high pitch sound when he raps. He's, it's almost like as if he's yelling. And then Drake's more of like a calm, lower voice kind of thing. So they, they complement each other well.
0: Drake is cool. When he busts out like the flow he has on going bad mm-hmm. is sick. And I wish Drake would always rap like Drake's that.
1: Drake's features are always good. You yeah. He doesn't disappoint.
0: He doesn't do a lot of features, but you know he's he's going to seal the show on the feature. Oh, that, agreed. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh well, the my one of my favorite songs on the album Meek Mills album is uh Live Free. Ooh, what's yeah. free? What's free? Great Rick, song. Uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross just goes in and Jay Z drops like a Jay-Z, two and a half yeah. minute verse. Unreal verse. Yeah, that's another guy who
1: doesn't really collab or drop any uh, verses. Like he had one on a Scorpion. Right. Yeah. That was a good verse too.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. And he just freestyles off the dome. It's oh. nothing written. He just go. That that verse was done like a few days before the album dropped because he mentions uh, XX. Right, oh, yeah. he shouts him out like Streets killed X left left. Eh. Streets killed X let Zimmerman live, right or anyway, something like that. Anyways, and then that's his last line. Uh-huh. But no, Scorpion for me like this is a no brainer. If you know me at all, you know that Scorpion wasn't making my top ten albums list for rap. That's a brutal album in my opinion. Not really gonna get into it that much, but only like three songs on there that I would say have really decent replay value. Other than the singles, like okay, yeah, if you don't count the singles, don't count the singles. I'm saying mob I mean, ties,
1: blue tint. Is that it? Was that one blue tint? Yeah,
0: blue tint with future. That was good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. And really, um, right? and uh, stopwatch is good. And the song with Michael Jackson. See, I didn't that's like it.
1: I didn't like stopwatch that much. The beat didn't do it for me.
0: Well, the beat is like a stopwatch. so That's why I, I like that.
1: Um, emotionless. I
0: don't know what that is. is it, I I've think think for it's sure with, heard uh, it, but I don't know. I don't. Mariah,
1: is it Mariah Carey? with she she's like sampled in the song maybe
0: i think it's mariah carey
1: mm.
0: yeah, yeah talking about like the pics on insta and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good i mean yeah he comes through with some good like some relevant messages that people can relate to and i think that's what drake does well people can relate to like all the social media stuff he talks about getting validation through that like ratchet happy birthday that one's brutal <laughs> oh my god one of the worst songs i've heard in my entire life yeah. <laughs> the album isn't that bad honestly when i'm looking through like dude man it's a bad album like 20 how long is it 24 songs uh, i'll take a culture two over that any day
1: <laughs> okay yeah it is long but <laughs> there's no emotionless my plan, here. upset oh, i'm upset and then mob ties can't take a joke's pretty good
0: i don't know what that is off the top Mob Ties Um, is great. I would have loved to see like an offset feature on there. I feel like he could have killed that song.
1: Yeah. Talk Up with Jay-Z is another good one.
0: Yeah. What about Peak?
1: Nah. See, that's like a slower, like uh, almost like a Weekend vibe.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Drake needs to collab with the Weekend more. Throw it back to the crew love days. Great song. Take Care. Amazing album. Drake's best in my opinion. And um, More Life, one of my favorites as well. See, I was hoping that Scorpion would be more like more life, less like Scorpion. And um, <laughs> well,
1: We had kind of like a a different vibe, like R&B vibe almost on Scorpion.
0: Yeah. Man, I don't know. I feel like he knows that that's what works for him. Yeah. I feel like Drake would benefit from taking a year off next year. Just spend time with your kid. Just be a father. And uh, yeah, just... Oh, reap the benefits of the music. Yeah. That would be my advice to Drake. Not that he's listening to this, but... (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Or maybe come back with like a
1: strong album in 2019. That'd be nice. Because, yeah, the reviews weren't too great on Scorpion.
0: They were not. And also, I'd be okay with a What a Time to Be Alive 2. Yeah. More like a trap style album. Yeah. Future. Just like an album about winning or something. Yeah. Just all bangers.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice.
0: It would be good for Future as well because we said starting to get a little redundant. I don't know. I'd love a Drake collab album with any good artist, to be honest. Like a Drake Lil Wayne, which has been was talked oh. about since back in the day, right? That, that hasn't yeah, happened. That would be unreal.
1: True. Like a Miss Me vibe? Yeah, oh, that's, great song. Yeah, man. that'd be nuts. Um, I, just, I like those kind of songs too when it's just two guys, just one long verse. Ransom. Kind of a, yeah, yeah.
0: Great song.
1: And just like a Pause at the beat, ride a bit, and then boom! Next guy hops in and just another crazy verse. Yeah, me too. I love it. Just kind of body songs. a song. Yeah, that's nice.
0: You don't see that that as often no. as back in the day, though.
1: No. Well, sickle mode. I guess there's a
0: chorus. Oh. Yeah, there's a quick chorus. Yeah, sickle mode. Actually, we can get back on that real quick. The first beat to me, anyways, it sounds like a cinematic. Either the opening of a movie or the last scene of a movie. For me, it makes me think of the last scene in Scarface when Mm. the homie Tony Montana gets shot in the back and falls in the fountain. It paints that picture for me like just a greater-than-life beat. Mm -hmm. Drake went in over that beat. I was kind of disappointed with the switch-up because I feel like Travis could have killed that beat as well. I was
1: mad. When I was listening to it on my way to work in the car, the first song I put on is sickle mode. Yeah. (laughs) And I hear that it's about to drop and it stops. And I looked at my phone, I thought the song had changed <laughs> by accident. That was fucking mad, bro. Yeah, me too. I thought it was a different song, to yeah, be honest. I thought and that my phone had like, changed songs accidentally or something. Because, yeah, it was uh And then it's... I don't know. You, I'm not too mad about it now, because this whole song is good. But, yeah, when it first happened. When I first listened to it, I was like, what the fuck? That was yeah, yeah. Travis.
0: Hot take for me. My favorite part of the song is the second beat, though. Then yeah. first, then third. By the third part, to be honest, like it's all right. But
1: Drake comes back in
0: the third. Yeah, part. I know. I like I like Travis's verses the most though, because I feel like you get some real rapping from Travis, which he's been criticized for in the past for more being like an auto tune melody yeah, guy. Yeah. I feel like he goes in over those beats and actually tells us about like his past relationships, kind of, and just where he's at now. He talks
1: about his um, his girlfriend's or Kylie's family. Yep. Th- they didn't accept him at first. They didn't like him, I think.
0: Yep. He goes in on that on Coffee Bean, which is a great last song.
1: <laughs> a Different vibe than yep. the rest of the album. But I like that, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Switches it up. But no, Sicko Mode is one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's tough to... There's so many good songs on that album.
0: And that's what makes it number one for yeah, the year, right? exactly. So, yeah. I feel like we were talking off-air before about this, that... Travis is also someone who should write out the year 2019 without dropping an album. Or maybe a Huncho Jack 2. Yeah, take
1: take his time, not drop another album right away. Because let people enjoy this one for as long as they can. And yeah, just take it easy. You know, some features here and there. Like you said, Huncho Jack 2 would be nice. But I don't know. Maybe 2020, drop another album.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a good plan for him. Because he's had, like we said earlier, his blueprint laid out for years that it was Rodeo Birds then Astroworld. Now let us wait. Let us anticipate the next one without knowing what's going to come. I feel like he's in... There's no rush for him to drop another album.
1: No. And I would not want an Astroworld 2. No, no, no. I don't, I don't like think I'm, he's that kind of guy though. No. To me, other
0: than maybe Huncho Jack like make it a number two. But
1: well, that's kind of like its own project because it's a collab. Yeah, true. But yeah, I, just, I like how he just keeps on switching the, the
0: titles. Me too. And that... It's gonna be another. It's gonna be a, hopefully a different vibe on the next one. I don't know. I think he's in. He's on the right path for sure. He's become a superstar now since uh, Astro World. No one. It's, it's
1: funny because before that, uh, he wasn't. He was known, but he wasn't like a superstar. It's almost like people were anticipating his album so much, even before it dropped. He was almost like a superstar. It's weird how that happened. True,
0: the Kylie Jenner effect. Yeah, what I'm b- thinking that's possibly. What I don't know. But a lot of people know him because of Kylie now, mm-hmm. right?
1: I guess. He kind of became mainstream because of it.
0: But he had some hits before. Like Antidote was a big hit. Goosebumps. Had a few others, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: those those were on the radio. Yeah, Now Sickle Mode's just being played all the time.
0: But I'm still not tired of it. Though. Not me either. I'm still not sick of it. <laughs> but yeah, no. Rap is definitely on the mainstream now. Looking forward to next year's releases. Someone I'm not looking forward to, their next album for the first time ever really is like a Kanye can miss me with what he's going to drop next, yeah. to be honest.
1: Unless he goes back to his old self. Like a 2018 Kanye is just weird.
0: It was a rough go for the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like that's why he's reaching out to Jay-Z now to do a Watch the Throne 2. That'd knows, be good.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind that. It'd be great. Yeah.
0: And I think everyone would would check that album Without yeah, doubt. everyone would want that album because Watch the Throne 1 was such a great album. And it just goes back to, like, collab albums, not enough of them in the game. Maybe it's just because it's hard for two artists to um, get together get to together exactly. make a
1: whole album. Yeah, especially with, like, all the different schedules, yeah. tours and stuff, yeah
0: they're working on their own albums. They have contractual obligations to their labels. I mean, I guess it's tougher. So that's why it's easier when you're early on in your career, like a little baby gunna. Mm-hmm. Well, they're right? both in,
1: AT- in Atlanta as well.
0: Yeah, that helps too, for sure.
1: But there's a, there's a ton of rappers in Atlanta. So maybe that's why it's so easy. Like I'm reading the Gucci Mane book, like you like rich homie Kwan, he's from Atlanta, little Yachty, 21 Savage. There's all these up and coming rappers too. that We don't even know of that are from Atlanta. Right. So like, it's just like a, pool of rappers in Atlanta so it's easy for them to collab together because they're all in the same spot but if you look at like Drake and I don't know whoever you wanted to see yeah Meek Mill we mentioned their schedules are probably very different
0: for sure oh I'd love to see that all happen. okay so off the top now we talked about like a single producer album with one artist dream collab album go one producer, producer and one artist oh, right now though like not oh, back in the day that i would
1: want a producer to just like for like 2019
0: year. one producer oh, one artist okay, yeah, if you can off the top um I'll try
1: to of okay i would go lex luger okay that's my that's like <laughs> a the big OG, comeback for yeah. the kid uh lex luger um one one artist yep uh Little
0: baby, okay. Whoa, little baby. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Well,
1: yeah, I gotta pick someone who would rap well to the Lex Luger Nowadays, style yeah. beats. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's, one. That's like a trap style album for sure. What about you?
0: Oh, I would want. Well, personally, I want. Oh, actually, I can make this real easy. A Dr. Dre produced Kendrick Lamar album, oh. full OG West Coast. Like, Best of the old school, best of the new school, West yeah. Coast. Make it happen. You're signed to the guy, for God's sakes. I don't know why they're not working more together, but I'd love that album. I feel like it'd be amazing.
1: Well, but, does Dre produce that much anymore? Not really. He yeah. oversees everything, I <clears throat> yeah.
0: think. But he can still make beats. I mean, well, he, yeah. he's produced over the last few years.
1: <clears throat> Here and there, I think, right? Not yeah. as much as he used to, obviously. Yeah.
0: And also like a collab album now between two artists like that I used to want back in the day. They're great friends in real life. ASAP Rocky, Schoolboy Q. Mm. I'd love to see that album happen. Because their first song together that I heard anyways was Hands on the Wheel. Yeah, that was a great song. Amazing yeah. song. And that's the first time I heard both of them. And I didn't even know who was who at the time. Then I typed up ASAP Rocky, listened to all his music. Same thing with Schoolboy Q. I actually found out about Schoolboy Q before Kendrick. That's how I discovered Kendrick through Q because they're on the same label. But Yeah, no, that, that would be an amazing collab in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Would you have a collab album now to match my recently suggested Schoolboy Q and sap Rocky album? Like two artists? Yeah. Um, drip harder two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't been listening to Lil, Lil
1: Baby that much. It's just drip, drip. Is it drip hard in the album?
0: Drip too hard or the song or the album? Yeah, drip ob- harder. Drip is harder song. is the the, uh, the album. album. Yeah.
1: Like, I just I didn't even listen to it at first but the reviews were good so I just I gave it a try so but I don't I haven't listened to Lil Baby's solo albums but apparently they've gotten good reviews too he yeah. dropped like two yeah. this year I think yeah yeah he did but for the your question the collab um we talked about it before but uh Young Thug and Travis that
0: would be great yeah
1: so I'd, I'd pick those two
0: yeah I mean uh, that's what I want to see next year more collab albums just more music, and I think we're gonna get more music for sure. Next time we do a pod like this, there'll be maybe a new artist that comes out, like a JID, a um, little baby, a Gunna. Yeah, no one was good. Denzel Curry, uh,
1: Denzel Curry and JID, their song on uh, it is yeah, a on great Taboo. Song. pretty good, so that, I wouldn't mind. Because uh, Denzel could provide the more like uh, trap style choruses and I guess hypeness, and JID would provide more of the the rap lyrics, but Denzel can do that too, so I think they they mesh well together.
0: Yeah, they're both versatile artists for sure. I think they would they could be artists who would do the back and forth free verse, like Mm -hmm. one verse Denzel, one verse Jid, or like Like two lines each. Yeah, I like when they go to or even one line, one line. Me too, and I don't think we get enough of that nowadays. I love that when you go off the other artist line back and forth. Well, um, playing lyrical pong,
1: Drake, <laughs> Drake and, uh, on Sycamore, Drake and uh, Travis. Yep. True. Uh, on the third part.
0: Another artist I'm looking forward to for next year is my boy, Joey badass didn't drop anything this year. So you just know he's been working. This dude needs to be more well known. I feel like i I thought that when I found out about him in 2012, that he'd be a huge superstar by now, but I was extremely incorrect. Still a great rapper, but just isn't getting the recognition he deserves. So I'm looking forward to his music for next year.
1: Yeah, I don't really listen to his music.
0: Yeah. It's more like old school hip hop, lyrical. Isn't it like like ASAP, like uh, Schoolboy Q kind of vibe? Uh, ASAP, well, Schoolboy Q, I guess. But Q is more like gangster than Joey. Joey's more like really just about the lyrics. And now he's getting a little more political in his rap. So maybe that's why people don't really want to listen to that stuff, right? So, see what he does next year. He's for sure dropping something because to stay relevant, you gotta, you gotta release it, yeah. music, right? Yeah. So, looking forward to next year's music. And yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, cool. So, thanks a lot, man, for joining me.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, it was fun hearing your insight on the 2018 albums. I'll also have to check out the Book of Ryan and uh, Playboy Cardi. Yeah,
1: Playboy. I like. I love Playboy.
0: So, yeah, this is the last episode of Easy Conversations for 2018. Thanks a lot to everybody for listening. Looking forward to dropping more episodes every two weeks in 2019. I'll be introducing video content in the new year. Just got my GoPro 7. Not a big deal. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's to come next year. So thanks a lot for listening. Hope you enjoy. And stay tuned for more episodes dropping every two weeks. Peace.